Hi, welcome to Season 2 of the Silverline Podcast, an audio version of our video streams that we hold weekly. They're edited a little bit to make them a little more concise. My name is Roland Mann. I'm the head honcho at Silverline, and we have a great time making fun comics that we think that you'll enjoy. So thank you for listening, and maybe go check out some of our comics if you haven't already. This episode is titled Tommy Says. It originally aired January 16th, 2022. So, uh, so Tommy, you happened to bail when uh, we announced the uh, the topic tonight. It was called Tommy Says. Called my, my computer's my computer's messed up. I got to go again. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of what we guessed. <laughs> so, so why why you're thinking, Tommy? I'll I'll uh, I showed uh, Pete and uh, Curtis a little bit. I got some. I hit the dollar boxes, uh, cheap boxes, some dollar fifty cent boxes, and uh, and and came up with some uh, some fun stuff. Um, I uh, I probably. Well, actually, not probably. I know I did. I brought home more books than I than we sold. Uh, I picked up some Justice Machine. I know some folks out there are uh, fans of uh, you know. I, Tommy, help me out. Didn't Ju- is Justice Machine the one that was done by that guy out of Atla- Atlanta? Justice Machine. Yeah, you remember Justice Machine by Kamiko, right? I don't think he does. Because um, uh, this is Mike Gustavich, isn't it? Thomas Thomas says he doesn't recognize it. Thomas says he doesn't <laughs> recognize it. There you go. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. That's what I wanted. That's what Tommy angry. Tommy smash. <laughs> I bought I bought some uh, some Valkyrie from uh, some from Eclipse, uh, written by our pal Chuck Dixon. That's nice. cool. Yeah. So uh, got a, I got I missed an issue number three. It looks like. Um, and I was showing them, I got this, uh, Atlas comic Scorpion, which is by, um, Howard Chaikin. And it listed here that, uh, uh, Walt Simonson did some, some of the inking. That's cool. So, which I found to be very cool. Uh, again, old John Byrne, Marvel team up, has Spider-Man and the Wasp. So, oh, I don't think I showed them, uh, this one. got some, uh, some old Red Sonya. Oh, nice. From like 1983. Oh, yeah. Cool. I forget who, uh, who who did this. I checked. Uh, I don't have the right glasses. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, Roy Thomas was the, uh, uh, the scripter. Uh, uh, Denny O'Neill was the editor. So, you know, it's got to be pretty good. Uh, anyway, a handful of other stuff. Oh, some John Sable. We've got some John Sable uh, freelance that uh, my first comics. And uh, let's see. And then uh, another one I was showing them, uh, Tommy, which I thought was pretty cool, is this um, it's old fa- fantasy masterpieces, which I located in here. It has a story in here by uh, Jack Kirby. So, Oops, I just ripped a comic. <laughs> <laughs> Sacrilege. You, you, you see, it's got, a, it's got his name right there, Kirby yeah. and, and Ink Bad Dick Ayers. So. Uh, so I'm looking forward to, to reading that. It says it was re- originally published in um, 1962. So this thing's older than me. So, uh, well, thanks everybody for tuning in to this week. <laughs> <laughs> this week the So, Tommy, why are you sharing the screen? Do what? 
You're sharing the screen. I'm I'm curious why. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh here, here we go. We got a question here. Yeah. Saving you, Tommy. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> wrong, wrong screen. Stop sharing. <laughs> oh, this is a good question. Um, Infrafan says, "What what of your works outside Silverline would you recommend to me to pick up?" Share a screen. What of your works outside Silverline would you recommend to pick up? Oh, okay. There we go. That's a, I got it right this Let's time. Let's repeat. Maybe. I think I have one thing out of Silverline at the moment. And that's Miss Meow, number one. Yeah. So, um, so your, uh, your, your, your pirate story. Oh, Is yeah. It... yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm here for you, Pete. Um, so there's two things, two other things. <laughs> I have webtoons which I haven't updated in over a year. You can check that out. That's good stuff. Uh, good. That's good called stuff. On Grey Seas. That's on webtoons. Um, if you head over to the Instagram, however, um, and you go to um, Room 23. Is it at Room 23 or Room 23 Comics? Let me just double check. You'll find it's an Instagram comic book um, that I do. I was doing on a weekly basis. So I've, I've been busy. But if there's eight there's eight episodes on on Instagram. It's my character, The Last Witchfinder, which is also appearing in February in um, in an, a six-page story of that is appearing in an anthology that's coming out from Dwarf Star Comics. Oh, that's Zach's, uh, Zach, right? Yeah, Zach, which I finished, uh, which I finished this morning. Nice. And, um, sent off know anybody. That's being coloured by Jose Fuentes. So Jose's, that's on Jose's plate now. I've just shifted it on. <laughs> it's for him to, him to get done by the end of January. Good luck. Uh, end of January. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was meant to have been done um, by the beginning of December, but I've been busy. Um, busy, yeah. That's Room Twenty Three Comics. Is it Room Twenty Three Comics? Cool. So, um, uh, on Grey Seas, is that available in print? Only in webtoons. Only on webtoons. Now, is this the thing with webtoons? Is you're not allowed to print it without their permission. You know that. Really? No, I did not know that. Mm. So you, because uh, I was about to recommend that you, you know, put it up on Indie Planet, but you can't do that, huh? Uh, no, I. Uh, you have to get permission from them, and the likelihood is that you probably will get permission from them, unless it's a massive. You know, yeah, unless it's, uh, they're getting a lot of views, right? Gotcha. Um, yeah. But yeah, you do have to, technically, technically, you have to get permission, which I didn't realize when I put it on webtoons, but I wasn't going to put it anywhere else. So. Yeah. Well, there's canvas. Well, as well. I don't know that we've talked about this on 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 our show live, but uh, this is something I tell students all the time: is that you know, because that was your first thing on Grey Seas, right? I mean, technically, uh, no, technically. no, 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 it's not actually. I had a I had a ten page story in an anthology that came out before that from. Finger snaps. Uh, publisher. Oh, that's bad, isn't it? <laughs> it's not good. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> it's called the anthology is called A Life Life Finds a Way, and that's from 
And you I'm looking around my room, so I know there's an issue somewhere. <laughs> an issue somewhere. He's like, I know. I need to grab it real quick and see. So, no, uh, Pete, this could be one of my one of my recommendations to you. You, I got, I got to hide your question in for fan. One of the things I learned to do over time, I, I see here, Pete. I see here, Pete. Look at this. Yeah. Over time, I learned to under my desk to keep a box. <laughs> I have a, I have them because I take them to conventions and sell them. You see, so that I, I oh. left them all over the other. I can see them from here as well. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they meant a lot to him, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Cloudscape so we... comics. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh boy! Now that I read it off the, oh, that's that's pretty yeah. thick there. Now that I read it off the uh, cover, I know the publisher. So I got that was the first thing I ever did. Okay, uh, cool. Let me let me find it. Uh, written by Kevin Mahadio. I hope I pronounced that right, Kevin. Sorry. And art by me. He uh, nice. He, that up he approached the me because it was a like, free entry competition. If you you got Hold in, it then. Up the screen. Um, Hold it yeah, up we, the we did that little ten pager. Hold it I did up while I was in my second year at Cuba School. Hold it up to the screen so we can see it. Oh, what, what the book? <laughs> your art, your art. Yeah. Okay. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Nice double page. The look. Yeah, it's a double page spread. No, it's not. Oh right. no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. It's just okay. the colors blend. Color, just the colors on it. That's nice. Yeah. Very cool. No, it was cool. It was cool. Ten pages, huh? Ten pages. Yeah. Yeah, that car is nice though. <laughs> yeah. So it, the, the coloring is not very good. I did the coloring because I couldn't. We couldn't pay anyone, so I did it. It's terrible. <laughs> the art's alright. So what I tell my students though is, is a lot of times you know when you're when you're first getting in trying to trying to you know because you hear people sometimes you know moan about oh this is a bad deal I signed this and blah blah, blah. like you know my thing is this when when you're first trying to get in. Sometimes you 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 do those things. Sometimes you're like, okay, you know what? I, now I would never ever suggest anybody sign their you know the rights and life away that kind of thing. But but sometimes you don't always sign the the best deals because you're trying to get somebody to look at your work. Yeah, and that's basically what it was. Yeah, yeah. We got yeah. um we got fifty we got five hundred dollars basically so fifty dollars a page. Which is then for you to divide between the writer and the artist and whoever else worked on it. Um, Fifty dollars quite good. You just told me to keep it because, I, I, yeah, I do yeah. All, all, the, all the art jobs and the lettering and stuff. Um, so yeah, fifty dollars a page, which I wouldn't do now. But yeah, my second year at school, I was like, oh, I've got a job. Let's do yeah. it. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks good when you're uh, getting ready to graduate, right? To the professors. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I guess. I just you know. I draw comics, so if you want more draw comics, I'll draw comics. <laughs> yep. If I get paid cool. for it, yeah. Good answer then. All right. Uh, pop it back up here. Uh, who's next? What of your works outside Silverline would you recommend to me to pick up? Uh, I would say all the Inferno Studio stuff, of course. All yeah. of my Zomboy stuff, my uh, all my Kid Hero books, all of my... Uh, when I get time to do them, all of my Little Nay and Soso books. Uh, I've been talking to Renee. She, uh, the Little Nay and Soso book is a 
a story about, uh, of course, my wife and our, 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 our pups that, that have now passed. We've got a new pup now, so we're trying to figure out a way to incorporate a story. But we, uh, when I go to shows now, people really know the other, the other dogs. So I've written a, or we've come up with a, a story that's just going to make everybody cry. I'm thinking, I'm crying now thinking about it, but it's just such <laughs> the sweetest story that you guys are going to be so proud of me when I get this story done. It'll be a short story. It'll be like uh, uh, 12 pages, 16 pages, something, you know, one boy where the other characters, the, the other characters, the other pups, you know, uh, kind of fade away. And then the new pup comes because she was a rescue. So we we're going to we got this real cute scene coming up look i'm getting teary just thinking about it but <laughs> but uh but i'm also doing a lot of stuff with uh with with barry gregory doing the uh the gallant books so we've got a, a couple of projects i'm working on one now and uh can, can you uh, talk about them or is he keeping them secret uh well there, there's always <laughs> you know how it goes there's always four or five things i'm making one yeah um uh, I don't think I don't think he wants to talk about it until we actually okay. get it, until I get a little further done on it um, because he's we'll got other books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secrets. yeah, yeah. He's got other, you know, he's got some other books that are coming out before, so I don't want to bring it up, and then people are going, "Oh, where's the book this time?" Because he's, you know, it, it, this is Barry's Barry's thing. So yeah. whenever he decides he wants to put them out. Well, I know he and, said he was working on Funny Man. Uh, next yeah, issue, Funny so. Man. Um, uh, really good. That was a yeah, good it does look really good. Yeah. He's got some other books that he's got going on. This one is called the The Devil Within. Or the, the devil inside, as what it, it's called. It's a, uh, it's a. Uh, oh, daredevil. No, no, it's uh, it's that that character because you know Barry does the 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 public uh, domain. Public domain. It's that character that's split down the middle of the color switches back and forth on the character. I forgot what is what the real name of the character is now. Huh. Um, uh, you've seen it. You've okay, seen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, uh, it, so it's it's a uh, Australian character story kind of thing. It's kind of neat. Um, but uh, but other than that, all the stuff with uh, with you and Silverline, uh, that's pretty much uh, uh, everything. I don't I don't have much time to be doing much of anything else. Yeah. What about what about Passwork? So Tommy, if someone could pick up something in the back issue bin. Uh, you know, all the, I'm still super, super proud of all of the the Nightman books, and yeah. you know, all of the. Uh, I mean, I did have a huge run of of Nightman books. That was the uh, Ultraverse back in the '90s or whatever. Those are, those are always great. Um, the the what were some of the other books I did with you guys? Are, <laughs> Uh, super proud of those too, right? Yeah, no, yeah. No. <laughs> What's the name of that company? You can't give Pete a hard time. Uh, I've, done some, I've done, uh, I've done so many. <laughs> you know, I, I did a lot of backgrounds for uh, Jimmy Pagliani on so many big name books. So yeah. you know, there was all kind of just really, really neat stuff that was really cool. The stuff that I. We got to do a Bernie Wrightson thing where I did a lot of all the stuff that was uh, that was when Bernie Wrightson was you know it wasn't Bernie Wrightson Bernie Wrightson you know with the 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 Frankenstein Bernie it was the Punisher yeah. story so it, it didn't look like Bernie Wrightson what you would think but it was still Bernie Wrightson oh look my my screen just went off yeah and um uh, so that was really cool well, you know all the Spider Man stuff and um. But uh, the strangers—that's what I was going to say. I did oh, a bunch yeah. of strangers, and then a bunch of the was the the those ex mutant books. Those were pretty fun to work on. Yeah, too. 
with yeah. the over uh, over Paul over Mr. Paul. Yep, uh-huh. yep, 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 yep. See, Ber- Bernie Wrightson was listed in the credits for this uh, this Howard Chaykin book too. Remember, I told you Walt Simonson. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Bernie Wrightson is listed as uh, 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 helping Howard Chaykin for that one too. So, um, yeah, that was cool. I wish I, I would have got some of the pages from that. That would have been neat to have. But uh, I made uh, copies of them all. It was pretty cool. It, it didn't so, look like Bernie Wrights and stuff, but it was it was still his stuff. That was that was cool. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Curtis, this answer might be tough for you, huh? Kind of. I mean, it's it, 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 I have a very uh, interesting career, right, where I worked in comic books as a teenager, and then I went to art college and immediately started working in video games. Yeah. And then Mar- so and- what about – but um, I did color some books at Malibu. Of, yeah. Um, and and the, the first one is actually my favorite. And I think the most unique one, which was, um, it's called Black September. Black September. Oh, yeah. Was, mm-hmm. which, which was pretty cool because it was it was when, the Mar- when Marvel bought Malibu and the Marvel characters were coming in. And so it was this huge kind of apocalyptic crossover event. And so I can say we were just watching The Eternals this weekend. And I was telling my wife, you know, the first character I ever colored was the Black Knight, which is pretty pretty cool that, you know yeah that is you, very cool you know that that's your that's your entrance point so and, and and there's a lot of easter eggs in that book because um multiple artists worked on it. stephen butler worked on a couple mm-hmm. pages um a gentleman by the name of keith conroy who now works in animation did some pages and keith and uh several people we were kind of early on fans of a lot of things that eventually became popular so there's there's a double page spread if you get this book where all the armies it's almost like a lord of the rings kind of battle scene and there's so many Easter eggs in there. And so without anybody knowing, including editorial, we snuck in tons of the Mortal Kombat characters. We snuck in um, the Dragon Ball Z characters before they were ever localized. So it's, it's a, and I, and since they knew how to draw it and I knew how to color it, it was all accurate, you know? <laughs> so, so, um, so yeah, Black September, that was, I always have a, a, a strong place in my heart for that. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what about the uh, the video games? Are there, are there any video games you could say, hey, you know, this is this is one that I was I was kind of proud of that yeah. you should go check out. Yeah, um, the first one I worked on, I did I did characters and support was called Versus, just VS, and it was oh. by THQ, which is a default oh, yeah. company, but they just came back, and it was a fighting game. I always loved fighting games, and it was a fighting game, and the whole idea was they wanted it to be Japanese anime style character designs but with like American kind of street fashion sensibilities. Um, so, so there's that. That's a, that's a really fun game. Um, the artworks, my, my designs, my ideas are great. Execution, so-so, because I was 18 and <laughs> in the beginning, but, but I'm still very proud of that. And um, I sure. worked on an X-Men fighting game. I did um, storyboards for the animation of that. X-Men called a X-Men Mutant Academy 2. So both of those are for the PlayStation and PlayStation 2. And um, I also did um, some art for a game called Lord of the Rings, The War of the Ring, which was like a real-time strategy. If you're familiar with Command and Conquer and StarCraft and those kind of games, it was a Lord of the Rings version of that for the PC. That's cool. Yeah, that was that was really fun. And, and it, was, it was a funny situation because um, there were two games running at the same time. There was the ones based on Peter Jackson's movies. And then this company called Vivendi Universal had the rights to do ones based directly on the books. And so they were competing at the same time. So we had to make it look cool, but it couldn't be like Peter Jackson's version, right? And then as soon as we were about halfway through the project, um, uh, Electronic Arts, who was doing the Peter Jackson version of the game, started poaching everybody 
from yeah. uh, the company that I work with, including me. They 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 were trying to poach me, so it was, it was a funny project. But uh, Lord of the that, Rings, um, the War of the Rings. Yeah, that's funny. Yes, that's funny. Yeah. Um. So for me, I guess uh, I, I think of a couple of things. Um, one of them is uh, Vortex that I did for um, Kamiko, which we, I think we were talking a little bit before we started. Um, and I was I was recommend the Elementals to uh, to Pete. Um, the Elementals was one of my favorite uh, independent comics back then, and so when I had the opportunity to to to, Vortex was one of the elementals. And so when I got the opportunity to do some work on that, I was like, oh my gosh. And of course, the the artist uh, was Stephen Butler. And yeah. so, uh, you know, one of the things that, so long story short for, for uh, the elementals, one of the things I really, uh, I'm sorry, for, for Vortex, one of the things I really liked about it was that the elementals were set in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And for those of you who don't know, there's a Philadelphia, Mississippi. And right outside of Philadelphia, Mississippi, is the Choctaw Indian uh, Reservation. And um, now we could talk about all the, you know, the, the politicals, but, the, the, but that's not what this is about, right? Uh, and so one of the things I did is uh, I had one of the the story is I had one of the one of the natives there tried to conjure up the great wind spirit to blow back the corporation that was dumping trash on the reservation, right? And he conjures a vortex, right? Instead of the wind spirit, he gets vortex, who, who cool. has the power of the wind from the elementals, right? And so vortex then gets wrapped up in their in their battle with the corporation. Uh, and you know, of course, it's it's in Philadelphia, Mississippi, and not Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, sadly, that series was never finished. Uh, it was just going to be a mini series, but only two of them exist. Um, all four of them were were written. Uh, the third one was penciled by uh, by an artist by so Ke- uh, so uh, Stephen did two issues and then a guy by the name of Kevin Tuma did uh, the third issue, but uh, Kamiko that this was right when Kamiko was having all their problems and uh, and and so it didn't happen. Um, another one that I'm I you know I don't see very many of these, which I I'm not sure why. Uh, I see some occasionally, you know, some, somebody brings some up to me to sign, but I did a Planet of the Apes miniseries with uh, with Malibu Comics uh, called Blood of the Apes. Had some fantastic Stephen uh, cover. Did you, you may have inked one or two of those, Tommy. Did I did. You, I know? think I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was thinking so. Uh, had some really good, uh, really good covers on them. Uh, Darren Goodhart's the guy who did the, uh, uh, the interior art. Uh, it was inked by, uh, Bruce McCorkendale. If you guys know Bruce McCorkendale, he's a guy who does all those Muppets, uh, for, uh, uh, October, what's the Inktober, October thing. He made national news doing all, he put some Muppets in, um, uh, he puts them in like uh, popular scenes from uh from classic movies and popular movies and things like that you know but he just he just swaps them with the muppets and uh he's got a really big following he does a lot of um uh cover uh reproductions too i don't don't know i guess that's what they call where he just kind of draws the cover another version of the cover and you get the original art but it's a reproduction um I almost bought one of those on an auction several months ago. I was like, what? That's original art for so-and-so. And uh, looking at it, I'm like, no way. It, it Really? How can it only be $25, you know? And then come to find out it's some, you know, it wasn't Bruce, but some Joe Schmo had 
just done a reproduction of it. I'm like, uh, you know, I, that's cool yeah. that you can do it, but <laughs> don't put it up in, on an auction house and try to trick me. Um, but so, so that one, uh, and, and one of the things I liked about that is, um, if you were a fan of, of Planet of the Apes, you know, Planet of the original Planet of the Apes was set in the tri-state area of uh, up in New York, right? And, and of course, I, I the, the first movie is still I absolutely love that first movie. Um, and so when I got the opportunity to work on it, I was told that I could I could kind of grow the universe if I wanted to. And so I took the apes and set them in uh, Memphis. You know, again, I'm from I'm from Mississippi, and Memphis was a, a you know big town. And Darren was from St. Louis. Darren Goodhart was from St. Louis, and so we talked about Memphis. And he put some things in there. Uh, the astute readers can go through and see uh, the gates, uh, Elvis Presley gates. He's got uh, there's one panel that has the, uh, uh, the the Cadillac Elvis Presley Cadillac in it, right? Um, so you can see some some stuff from uh, from Memphis there, um, and I you know that's the story that I, I look at it goes you know that was a lot of fun I, that was that was that was kind of cool but I, I don't know that very many people know about it you know um, when uh, Ross and Boom uh, were doing the the Planet of the Apes are they still doing them I don't think they are they, I, don't, they I, I, haven't, I haven't heard anything about it recently but... yeah me either I um. I should have said, I kept telling myself, I need to send him an email and say, hey, collect these in a trade. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if he has the, if he could do that. I don't know how that works. So, so here's, the, so this is going to be another question. Pete might not have an answer for this one. Um, on your, what work do you not put on your resume? What work? What, what work would you uh, not recommend somebody buy? And, and and we'll skirt the issues while we may not ask all the details for all the wise because I've got an answer for mine real quick. Um, but uh, what would you say? No, no, no. If you find that one, don't buy it. This is the one when when I see this in the in the cheap boxes, I just keep I just keep scrolling. <laughs> no, you, you, you buy them just to take them out of the. No one will see them. <laughs> so the I, I might have a guess at Tommy's, but since this is Tommy's, no, uh, you go first. No, I don't. I don't have any because really? you know, yeah, even even the dirty books that I've done, I don't, I don't, I don't have any kids, and so you know, when if 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 if. Uh, so I'm not I'm not super embarrassed about any of the nudie stuff. I didn't do a lot. I did every now and again a couple of things here and there, but nothing, 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 nothing porno. So you know, and you know, I didn't do any, any, uh, any. I didn't do anything really too too terrible. I think you're probably talking about Scum of the Earth or something. I am. Like that. I was sitting there googling trying to find a picture to put. Yeah, it but no, but I mean, there was nothing. That was you know that one's really more of the name. Then anything you say, oh, you did scum of the earth, and then you look at it, it was just like a, a, a slasher kind of. Uh, I didn't even see the movie. I've tried to go try to try to find the movie that that was based off of, and I, I've never been able to find it. But um, I, I, so I, anybody out there has ever seen it, that it, let me let me know if you find it. Yeah, there you go. But I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing. I've done way way more riskier stuff than than that book. <laughs> and that, that um, was one of Malibu's imprints, Aircell, right? Which yeah, is, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. I still remember. So we had the the company lawyer, uh, Will. I think his name was. I can't Will, remember. Uh, Will McGuire. 
Yeah. And so he would actually, one time I remember I was like, what, 15? I was having to package those books. <laughs> but they were all of questionable content for somebody of a tender age. And so I remember the editors and oh. having a conversation. And, and the decision was, as long as it's flipped over and it's just the back cover and Curtis is putting them in the envelopes and he doesn't flip it over to the cover or open it, we're good legally. Oh, you mean for you because you were underage. I got you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there, was, there, was nothing in, there was nothing in. There was no, at least the, I did issues, uh, what, one in part of number two, and there was nothing. There was some little bit of, uh, there wasn't any, yeah, there wasn't anything even bad in those books. There was maybe some, some toplessness stuff in there, but that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> so many. <laughs> so, so that's way worse than that. So <laughs> while while we're on while we're on the topic of uh, air sale, I'll um I'll, I'll share mine. Um, uh, any any guesses for you, Curtis? Actually, I'm gonna put my drink down because I don't have like the spit take. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. so I'm gonna just put it down for now. I don't have. I I I wasn't privy to any of those books. So I wouldn't know, but I'll, I'll let you. Uh... <laughs> Bobby, you got a guess? I am trying to guess what what you would have what what it would be. What did what did you end up? Uh... We got it down to your desk. <laughs> she devils was that she one? On, yeah, she devils on wheels. Oh really? Well, what, what was bad about it? There's one of the other covers. <laughs> so this was an adaptation of that a... looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Pete. Don't go by. I'm not sure about those faces, but okay. Uh, this was um, this was an adaptation of a, a I think a 1968 um, B movie. Yeah, and the movie was terrible. Tommy, I, I threw a party. I think you probably came over. Probably, yeah. I threw a party when I got the because when I got the job, they sent me a videotape, and they said, you know, here here's the movie, write it and or or watch it, and then write up a, an adaptation of it. And of course, I had never seen the movie before, and so um, so I threw a party. We uh, you know, bunch bunch of folks came over and we had popcorn and and watched. It, it was so bad. I mean, <laughs> it was terrible. Well, that's in the same vein of my uh, my you know, the scum of the earth stuff. They, yeah. That kind of yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it, it it wasn't. I think like you, you. The thing about it is the 1968 movie um, was not. I mean, it didn't have any nudity in it at all. But the guy who drew this book put him in topless in several scenes. I'm like, what? Where did this come from? Know. You know, because you wrote it that way, man. I <laughs> did not. I don't think. <laughs> Whatever. I'm putting Trumps. What's that? Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because I had to change the shirt. Remember, it's about what they're wearing. They're topless. Oh, <laughs> oh, there is that dancing scene in the first issue of Trumps that I had to go edit a little bit. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You had to edit. He, that hasn't, he hasn't said they're wearing clothes, so <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They're aliens. They, we can do without it, right? That's right. <laughs> Well, Roland, uh, if I can, if I can chime in, one thing that I, a book of that you wrote that I thought was cool, and I, I wish more people knew, it, but you collaborated with uh, Hank Canals, right? Formerly oh, uh -huh. of DC Comics, now with Immortal Studios. But 
it was illustrated by Mike Zeck and Illuminator. Yes. And I mean, and it was a it was a cool story. And I mean, come on, Mike Zeck, one of the best artists of all time, you know. But and the covers were absolutely stunning on that whole. And series. nobody's ever heard of it. Oh God, I love that. <laughs> that, that was such a cool. They were, that was like that period where after, I think that was when Mar- Marvel had already bought out the company. But we started getting some really cool talent, like Marvel people. Yeah, doing stuff from Malibu and, and like Mike Zach, that was just freaking yeah. amazing. So that was that was very much a coup. That was a lot of fun yeah. to do that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so Curtis Pete, you, you you got you got anything you, you don't want people to see? Or yeah, no? but I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, there was that you things, know things that are in print or are like pinups and all that kind of stuff. Because I mean, if we go for pinups that people had you draw, golly, I'd I'd be in big trouble. Oh well, no! Well, no just no. kind of on, on a on a funny note, that the funniest thing is so the 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 first character design I did for that video game versus was like you know I was uh, I was like 18, right? Like just out of high school, so hormones are, are heavy so I, I i made the character for the fighting game they wanted a rave dj like a like a, a dj person who did kung fu so i made a very let's just put it this way a very provocative character design like very very provocative <laughs> and and i just was like you know what i'm gonna put it out there and if they don't like it they can always tell me and i'll do a revision and the craziest thing is when i put it out there <laughs> they let it go <laughs> the president of the company said oh my god i love it we're gonna name it after my daughter <laughs> and i just and i just saw a video on youtube about that video game has kind of a cult status and some guy was saying oh yeah you know the it was nepotism at its finest the 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 president of the company hired fujita to to design the character based on his daughter and it was like no dude it wasn't that way it was it's 100 percent my fault and um and it just ended up taking off and it was like a super iconic uh character design so so it's something that I probably shouldn't be proud of, but I, you know, it was well received. So yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. That's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, what about you? Um, I don't think I've, I mean, I've, got, I've not got a lot out there, so I don't think there's anything out there really that I've, like, I don't want people to see it, but I perhaps don't want people to think that's my most recent stuff because mm. I like to think I improve with everything I do. So I'm always trying to push my most recent thing just so people don't pick up the thing I did back in my second year of Cuban school and go, well, this is the best he's got. I was like, well, <laughs> it was then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of, course. of course. Yeah. Um, I guess most, every artist feels that way because they, Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, even, yeah. even pros, even, even the big names look at the old stuff and go, Whew. yeah. All right. But now you think, well, okay, actually, no, there's an artist under there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's funny that you say that, Pete, because yeah, I remember, uh, and I can't remember if this was just me and Tommy talking or uh, if you were part of it, but uh, what a lot of folks don't realize yet is Pete has already done the first almost half of Silverline Team-Up, nice. number two. Yeah. So, uh, it, it, you know, he's, I can't remember, is it 11? Did you do 11 pages? I think so, yes. I think Maybe, yeah. Pages. So half, yeah, so half the book. Yeah. Uh and and so when Pete started uploading the pages, I know Tommy said something to me. He said, "Do I have to finish number one? Can I just jump onto the pages of number two? <laughs> it's, okay, you're making it sound like I didn't want to eat it. No, 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 no. 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 
Somebody messaged me and said, just get someone else to finish this rubbish. I'll do the next one. No, we we got the we're bringing demon in a little bit on the. Are we supposed to say that? Can you? What the heck? Looking from the record. I need the five second button for Tommy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, demons, demons, they're bad guys. They're in New Orleans instead. <laughs> I just ruined <laughs> Well, that was that was what we were saying. Tommy says that was the moment that the Tommy says. So it's right. Tommy says. So you Tommy can't cut it out. Yeah. Tommy, Tommy puts his foot in his mouth like he normally does. He could do a, a quite a bit. <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> I'll just go back to Inkin. Anyway. <laughs> How about those uh, Brooklyn Dodgers, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get to some more of the comments here. Um, Infrafan says, uh, tried to bring back adult Betty Boop Felix Scad stories. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, and then he says, everyone take their monocles out before they fall into, the, yeah, into their wine glasses. So we were still showing the images. Um, and then he says, why not try to remake, reimagine the terrible stuff? You know, we, we talked about remakes before, and I think that if you're going to remake stuff, that's probably the stuff you ought to do. But I will be honest with you. Uh, I, w- I would not. Okay, so here's the sad part about this 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 answer that I'm about to give you. <laughs> so after She Devils and Wheels finished, Tom Mason, uh, Tom Mason was one of the, the, the head honchos at, at, at Malibu. Uh, Tom Mason called me up and he said, he said, do you want to do another one? And I said, another what? He goes, you want to do another She Devils on Wheels? I said, oh, dear no. Lord, they had a second movie? He goes, no, 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 <laughs> you, can, you can make this one up. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I can do that. So I got to writing and I called him back and I said, so can I kill any of them? He said, <laughs> "New he said, characters all the way he around." He said, "You better not." I said, "Why is that?" He goes, "Because they're like a real motorcycle gang, and they live down in Florida, and they'll drive up to Mississippi and kill you." Oh. <laughs> Whoops! So, so I wrote it, but it never it never happened. So, um, so I, I wrote all three issues of the uh, She Devils on Wheels second volume, but um, I, I don't even know that it was ever that was ever any artwork done. I, I'd have to look at my files. I don't remember any of it. Um, okay, Infravan, I did not say this. This is when he, you guys were talking about Trumps. <laughs> he says, Roland, put in all caps, make them topless if you want. <laughs> That's what I read. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he says, Tommy says, too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, the way you finish every script is like, you know, well, whatever you, or whatever you think. Is best or whatever your, yeah. your license. Some like this is just a general guideline. N- n- nude, nude comic. Got it. Got it. I, hear what, I hear what you're saying, but you're not saying it. I hear what you're saying. Jackson, who still needs to join us on these streams sometime, says Neil Adams hates that Superman breaking the chains pick that everyone wants him to sign. I didn't know that. Oh, didn't know that. that. That's such a cool pick. It is. Huh. Yeah. You know. Talking about people hiding projects or things they don't want to. There's a movie called Seizure. I don't know if anybody's seen it. Probably not because it's hard. Really, friend Oliver Stone, the film director, made it, and it's a crazy, cheap horror movie. It's like one of the first movies he ever did, and it has the guy who played Tattoo from Fantasy Island in it. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And 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 from what I understand, I saw it once many years ago. 
but he bought up every copy because he does not <laughs> really speculation. So if you can ever get a copy of the movie Seizure by Oliver Stone and get him to get him to <laughs> sign them, he'd love it. Convention. <laughs> he might steal them out of your hands. Yeah, so he doesn't so really get comic conventions. <laughs> I guess this is not something that uh, it's streaming, is it? Yeah, no, no, definitely, <laughs> definitely not, definitely. Uh, not. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's funny. Go back here to the Kickstarter here. I am trying to think of anything that uh, that I'd be super in. I mean, there's a lot of cringy stuff, but there's nothing that I would. Somebody brought it to me to sign. I yeah, bring it here. I'll sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's nothing I've done that I wouldn't uh, sign, but um, yeah. One of my one of my teachers at school. Uh, I won't say his name. But he said um, there are stuff that he's done which he looks back on now and he, he hates or he didn't enjoy the experience. But when people come up to him with that book to sign, he always he never says that. He always makes oh because because that book might be their most important book. Right. He doesn't want to ruin yeah. it. For them. Yeah. So he's like oh yeah no great really glad you enjoyed it blah blah blah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So I never let on. So I never let on to anyone that, that <laughs> when I team up the inking. Jesus. Cringy. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there an issue with, with Howard Chaykin and his Star Wars work or something that he, he – I thought I recall seeing an article or something like that where he kind of denounced it or wasn't happy about it or oh, – really? Or something like that. I don't know. I, I, I hadn't heard that. That's, yeah. I mean, knowing Howard Chaykin is – you know, I, probably – it could be true, but uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know that to be be the case. Yeah. Um, we could probably ask him. What are we there to get? How? No, you know, we couldn't get Howard on here because then it would it would not be a PG thirteen stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I remember seeing his pencils come in when he was working on Power and Glory. And mm. let's put it this way: there was a lot of editing done and a lot of lot of covering up of things. Yes. By the time it got released, it was like, oh, we're publishing these kind of books now. It was, it was, <laughs> oh, it was pretty, now, pretty right? intense. Pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Jackson says um, um, proportions are wrong. One leg's too long on on the uh, Neil Adams thing. Oh, that <clears> one. Oh, you know, Infravan's got he's got a good point here. He goes, It's not yours anymore when it releases. That's right. Nope. It's yeah. Done. It's yeah. out. It's gone. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And I think whoever told you that, uh, uh, Pete, I, I think I think they're dead on. Um, I would uh, I would never, or at least I hope I would. Someone came up to you with the biker chicks thing and said, "Oh man, I love this. What could, when are you going to do some more?" Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you know, I would love to, but uh, the license is a problem. Yeah, I can't do exactly it. Anymore. Well, I mean, of course, I, love I get doing to, this book. Is my I get to tell I, I get did. to tell them, "Hey, I wrote a second one, but it never <laughs> got published." You know. Uh, yeah, because yeah, you know, you, you would hate to 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 go to someone whose work you loved, uh, it's particularly a work, mm-hmm. and then to have them trash it, you know, while they're signing it. Yeah. You, <laughs> you like know? this rubbish, man? Well, your taste is so bad. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Thanks. I heard okay, Al- well. Alec, Alec Guinness was really upset about that he was known specifically for. Yeah, he hated that. Didn't he? Right? he hated it. Right? He, it was like. Everyone ignored all the other stuff he'd done. It's like, oh, you're yeah. everyone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't yeah. know that either. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. I that's mean. why lots of actors do do I mean, like one series of stuff, isn't it? Because they don't want to get typecast and yeah, and just remembered for one thing. Have you guys ever seen the movie Step Brothers with um, Will Ferrell? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I love that movie, and I love I love that there's the the Billy Joel cover band, and they only do '80s Billy Joel, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
And they get <laughs> right. so infuriated when the guy's like, play piano, man. And he's just like, loses it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> play piano, man. <laughs> so what else does Tommy say? <laughs> well, I, can, I can spell more stuff. <laughs> Look at this page, and it's a cool page. That is a cool page. That I, that's that's I, that's one of my favorite pages yeah. in the uh, in the in the the story. Uh, I just love the way C, C uh, did those sideburns. Mm-hmm. Uh, got him all, you know, got uh, the bad guys all hands all wrapped up, you know, like Doctor yeah. Octopus. Yeah, that is great. Yeah, I love that. Very cool. Have it done hopefully tonight. This one and another one. Get it on to. The hell you will figure out those other pages that we nice. got. Yeah. Definitely. Ooh, look, there's a dude back there. I didn't see him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, in the background there. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny too. Uh, in uh, in uh, uh, scripting it, I had to be careful not to, you know, write dialogue that would cover it up. Oh, this as, Pete, as Pete says, if something's covered up in the background, it's my fault. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Roland, Ro, I'm, I'm curious, you know, as, as a writer, right? Uh-huh. In the beginning of your career, was it a challenge kind of letting go of some of the, the control? And like, in other words, you know, there's what you have in your head. There's what's on the page. And then when it gets handed off to the penciler, it becomes its own thing. It comes something different you know to yeah. something. was that something that you found challenging to navigate oh, yeah. personally it was oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i was all serious i was just yeah. like hey, out of my hands now yeah mm. uh well, sis, i didn't i didn't write they had clothes on books so um yeah let's see how, how can i be careful not to say too much um <laughs> Um, no, don't get in trouble. No, no, no. I don't want to get in trouble because uh, I have, you know, I, I, I have great affection for uh, for the artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but toward the, let's see, how can I say this? Um, so what I learned from that, uh, Curtis, yes, it was very much. Uh, it was it was often very challenging because what I learned is that um, if something is important to you as a writer, you need to you need to be clear in it in what you say because if you don't you're forcing the artist to guess mm-hmm. they're, they're either going to well back in the day they were either going to call you which probably wasn't going to happen right mm-hmm. and ask you for for clarity uh today they might email you and say i know pete uh, emailed me about something i can't remember what it was said, hey answer this question for me and uh and i was able to do that uh, but you know, he, he could have just as well had said, "Well, you know what? I think this means this. <laughs> I'm going to draw it." You know, yeah. And uh, and then if I'd have seen it, and I'm like, "Well, that's not what I said," and I look at the script, well, I didn't say anything, so that's my fault, right? It's not the artist's fault, and that's something that I had to um, I had to learn uh, fairly quickly. Because um, I was being, uh, I was being very, I was being more vague than I am now um, in in the plots, and you know there would be things come back, and I, I literally I would look at the page. Thomas can can knows knows what I'm talking about. I'm sure now, 
uh, I would look at the pages yeah. and I would say, what the heck is going on here? And then I would look back at my plot and I'm like, my plot doesn't say anything about this. Mm-hmm. What is this? <laughs> and I would have to figure it out. Make it know? work. Yep. Just had to, had to, had to make it work. Um, so, so I'm a big fan, as you know, uh, Curtis, I'm a big fan of the Marvel method of storytelling because, um, my reasons are this, um, Pete, you know, he's a penciler. He's been through, uh, this is what he does all day long, right? He, he pencils, he tells stories from a visual standpoint. I could write a, a full script, and I have, and I, and I don't mind them. Uh, and sometimes uh, smaller things, I kind of like to do it because it's too small for me to. Okay, I, you know, I, I, I need to do this right, but, um, but I could break it down panel to panel to panel, and and you know, call shots and things like that. But in my experience, and this goes back to you know working with the you, you know Curtis, who we worked with at, at Malibu, working with some big names. Um, the writer is never as good a visual storyteller as they think they are, mm-hmm. you know, because writers, even though they might think visually, they don't see visually. I can say something and Pete can not only see it, but he can. I'm sorry. He can not only think it as to what I'm, I'm saying, but he can see it and then translate that onto the page. And this is why I like the, the page by page, the, the plot first method, because I can say, okay, Pete, this is what happens. And then it can peek inside. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to have a long shot here. I'm going to zoom in right here, put a medium shot. Oh, and then I'm going to turn the camera over here. And, um, you know, in my experience, the visual is 99% of the time better than, than what I could have written in a plot by just, I'm sorry, in a, in a script by saying page one, panel one, in this panel, we see blah, you know, and, and it's just, I feel that, uh, and I know there are some artists, I mean, Rick, Rick Hoberg said once in an in a interview that the two of us did together that he preferred the the full script method. And I asked him why. He goes, because I don't want to have to think. Just tell me what to draw. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, okay, yeah, I, I can see that. I, I can absolutely see that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, again, I, I look at Pete's pages and I'm like, man, these, this is this is so awesome. Because it's what I had envisioned, but better. Yeah, you know, I, I get that. Some there's a couple of things that I've I've had to do the pencils and the inks on. You know, more cartoony kind of things. It's like just, just they were like, you know, this is what we want you to draw on this page. I'm like, look, you know, this is your stuff. Just tell me what you want me to draw. Right. I don't. I'm not. I'm not invested in this. I'm going to make it look. I'm going to yeah. make it look kick ass. Just tell me what you want. You know, tell me if you want the five or six panels and this is what's going on. I want to draw what you want. Just tell me what you want. Because I don't really want to think about it. <laughs> just yeah. tell me. It'll, it'll look like a Thomas drawing. I just want to do it. Tell me what you want. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. You know, it's yeah. kind of like, like I know um, I have some friends, you know, because of martial arts like that, you know, it's Chinese martial arts. So learning about Chinese linguistics, right? And it's always people that interpret the language do better than translate it. You know, because you have to take context mm. into the way, right? And yeah. it seems like that's that's kind of the thing, right? It's them interpreting versus necessarily yes. what you're talking about as method is more interpreting yes. as opposed to literally translating yeah. right. word, word, right? So yeah. that's, that's very yeah. interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, because because really, what I want to do with a plot is is I as I as I want you know I want 
even as messy as it is, you know, I want Pete to get inside my brain to see, okay, I can kind of see what, what Roland's going for here. And I'm on board with that. And, and, and I'm going to even do this, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel sometimes it's a little bit like music too. You know, if you're, if you're in a band and you're writing a song, it's like, Hey man, I, I, I came up with this, you know, this line, what do you think? And then somebody says, Oh, that's cool. I like the way you strum it. But what if we added a little thing here, you know? Yeah. Uh, and and that's you know, they would build a a group can build a song that way. I I, I kind of feel that that's that's what um, that's what the plot does. Is is it you know so so you know I try to be you know Pete can tell you I try not to be super rigid or formal in in the plots. You know to say hey dude this is kind of what's going on. This is what I'm thinking here. You know um, and and try to explain. You, I mean, you know, because it doesn't have a whole lot of dialogue in it. I mean, I can't really think of any dialogue, but I'll tell him, yeah, hey, they're having a conversation about this. So he knows what the mood is. So he knows what some of the tone should be, you know, what what facial expressions should they have? Um, yeah. You uh, know, and if it's something that you need specifically because it's going to uh, really impact what's coming on in a few pages from now or the next book yeah. or whatever, you'll... You go, here's a fight scene, but in the fight scene, make sure that the guy pokes him in the eyes with two fingers yeah. instead of a fist, because that's a joke I'm going to use later. But you got to right. put that stuff in there. Yeah. 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 And if I don't include that, then, you know, you're, you're, yeah. yeah. It will, I get three yeah. pages down. I'm like, where's the, the, where's the, the, where's the double eye? Because <laughs> I'm going to put a joke about the three stooges and the, I ruined it. And the guy's like, I'm not adding that. Guy. It's already been drawn. It's inked. It's halfway colored. <laughs> right. It's not getting in there, Roland. You 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 blew it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Your uh, three and then the the pencil go or the yeah pencil. Maybe that would have been a funny joke. We're not putting it in. I'm not redrawing yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Aaron Humphrey said, "Look, all nerds on the internet." Oh. <laughs> Only safe place for nerds, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Aaron, <laughs> be careful. We know where you live. <laughs> Infrafan says uh, a follow up to Curtis. What was a line you love that had to go? Hmm. Um. Boy, I, I can't remember any. To be honest with you, um, I can't. I can't remember personally. I can't remember any line in any any comics that um, that I love so much that uh, that the editor editor said had to go. Um, I find that the hardest thing. I find if you're, even even stuff I've written, and I'm like, hey, this is really cool. I'm like, oh no, actually, do I need to? I need to cut stuff because it's too yeah. long. I'm like, oh, what do I cut? Because I really like all of it. That's <laughs> the hardest thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wrote it. It's saying in. We'll just add yeah. more pages. It's fine. We'll just add more pages. We'll make just it add, more pages. Pages. <laughs> add, add more panels to the same page. Add more panels. Add more pages. <laughs> well, two pages. No, maybe twenty-six. It's fine. <laughs> you know, you know what I, I think I would try to do in that situation would just move it to a different scene. Well, you know? I, I think it, you yeah. know, it's interesting. Like ideas get filed away for later. It's like, yep. like, like originally when for the first issue of Shadow Ghost, I had Roland read my rough draft, and you know, Roland kind of came at me with some pretty, you know, very sound advice, and and you know, and it was, it was, you know, it, it was but after it was, he finished crying. Yeah, after I cried, oh. my hair was running and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> um, but, but you know, but you know, you kind of you kind of sit back and then you kind of say, well, how does it serve the story? You know, yeah. And there was one thing that he had me change. There was a scene that I absolutely loved, and I was patting myself on the back. What a, what a clever boy am I? And uh, and Roland uh, was not as agreeable in the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but 
but visually some of the ideas of that stayed in the back of my head and then when i came to a different version of that that worked better for the storyline i was visually able to take ideas from that and convey it in a in, in a similar fashion, but I think in a more effective way. So, so I, I don't think it's, it's not, you know, you, you see it for later and it shows up at the right time. I don't know if there's, I mean, there is such a thing as bad ideas. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. you know, I could, I could name quite a few comic books that are being published now, but <laughs> I won't, um, but, but, um, but, you know, you can file it away and, and maybe use it at another point. And, and that's what I found. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I agree with that. I, I think that you, you know, if you got something that you like, and it's not working with the thing that you're on. Just stick it in a file and and, and pull it out later. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, uh, you know, I'm I, I'm not going to admit it, but you know, uh, the, the the title rejects is, uh, <laughs> you know, you just take just pull it out of the file. Yeah, this character didn't work here. Well, I'll stick it in a file. These are yeah. the rejected heroes, right? Yeah. <laughs> which I love, which I, which I love as a, as a, as a concept, you know, it's, it's not the B it's like they have a list celebrity, B list celebrity, then there's the C list and then there's further down. Right. And right, so right, yeah. and really the most interesting ones are the ones lower on the rung. Right. Like, you know, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I agree. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see here. There's a couple other uh, comments here. Um, I'll come back to that one in for fan. Um, um, Everyone said, even as a strict prose writer for now, writers use the same principle. I I, uh, I paint a picture and don't use a photograph. Yeah, you paint a picture with your words. And it's all about giving an impression for a reader to uh, I- interpret. And then he says, comics are about us hiring an interpreter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Aaron said, I take lines out of my stories all the time or rewrite them. Usually rewrite them when I am lettering. Um, I mean, I do too. Oh yeah, I don't usually, I don't usually get mar- uh, ma- so married to it. Um, I think I've showed here before. Um, uh, my my process. Um, trying to see if I've got one of my 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 scripts handy that I can show. Um, but what I do usually is uh, is I will go out on my uh, on my back porch with the artwork. Usually the pencils. I tend to I tend to like to work with the pencils. Um, number one, I am a huge fan of of pencil artwork, so I, I can just sit there and stare at it for hours. So like for for this is uh this is actually since we're kickstarting it, I just uh, this is the rejects here, right? I'm gonna we'll go up on me, Tommy here. So keep just keep. Right. Uh, but this is the this is like page one for the rejects, right? And so you'll see right. Oops, that's not right behind it. Uh, the next page behind it, though, is uh, yeah, page one. See, rejects page one, right? And you can see I, I write everything out longhand. Now, this page in particular doesn't have a whole lot of uh, mark throughs. Let's see if I, I can find one. But usually, I'll write something and scratch it out, and write something else. And you can see here, right? Uh, I write and move it. No, that line doesn't work there. I got to move it down here, right? You can see all the, the arrows there. Uh, put that, you know, move this one to page five, right? Um, uh, and then when I actually, so I do this, and then when I actually type it, um, you, you can see there's several here, right? There's, you can see this, the scratch outs uh, in the in the script here. I can't, I can't see the camera myself. You see this, they're scratching out here. Uh, some of the stuff up here. Where, where is that? Yeah, right here. Um, so I'll I'll edit it when I'm writing, but then 
The big edit then comes when I actually type it up because uh, one thing I get to see when I'm typing it is uh, it gives me more accurate idea of, uh, and here's some more where you can see I've, I've marked stuff out. Uh, it gives me a more accurate picture of like how many words, uh, how many letters it has. It gives me an idea more of, uh, um, of how much uh, space it, this is like, see, here's just a little simple thing, right? You see, I changed that ha 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 here to he he he, right? Now that's silly and, and it may not matter, but, you know, I just scratched it out and changed it because it didn't it didn't work for me in in you know what was going on there. So um Do you know what do you write dialogue as you're doing your first script, what your, your like your Marvel style script? Or do you wait until the artwork comes back? I wait until the artwork comes back in. Mm. Yeah. So so for, for Silverland team up, for instance, Pete, uh now I, I will confess to you I have ideas in my head yeah. Uh, you know, of, of what what the conversations are, what they're going to be saying, and that kind of thing. But I don't actually write the dialogue until I see the artwork. Uh, some of that is because you know I I don't want to I don't ever want to be that 1950s writer and, and say, you know, uh, uh, champion walked along in the cold brisk day when you're drawing him, you know, like this and fog coming out of his mouth, you know, because. We can clearly see that, so I, I don't want to. Uh, yeah. Now I might have him. I might give him voice to accentuate what's there. I might have him go, burr. yeah, burr, you know, something like that. But I don't, you know. And of course, the I, you know the the caption thing is, is a an extreme example. They used to do that a lot in the 1950s. Mm. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I I think that that if the characters can show it. Um, I don't need to tell it. I need to tell something different. You know, I, I need to have them communicate something that we don't necessarily see. Um, you know, another another thing is, uh, I, I could, I, if I pre-script it, you know, without having seen it, what if I write, I know this is a joke, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of you yeah. penster guys, I don't want to write too many words and then cover up uh, all the, you know, important artwork and then feel like, oh no, I love all these words. I don't want to cut any of them, you know? Mm. That, that's smart. Like kind of know yourself and know, you know, yeah. you can handle your expectations. You yeah. Know? And so I, I, I love to script based on, on the art that I see because I, I so I, here's the thing. I like to picture this. Now I, I don't bake, so please don't say, well, Roland, that's not the way you bake, but just, just, just hear me out. Okay. So what I like to, to kind of imagine this is when I write the plot, that's me going to the grocery store and I have gathered all the ingredients for the story. Right. And I, I line them up and give, give Pete the recipe, right? Pete takes it and he puts it all together and he bakes it and he says, here you go. And I'm like, man, that is a good looking cake. Now I'm going to take the frosting and I'm going to put the frosting on and then I'm going to decorate it. Right. So I give Pete the ingredients, he bakes the cake and then I put the frosting on it. You know, talking about um, collaboration. Yes, collaboration yeah. really is the key, right? Yeah. It is. It is. Have um, you? I, I was just talking to um some animation friends the other night, and we talked about the idea of ten percent. The last ten percent of a project sometimes feels like it's the ninety percent of the work for the entire project. Oh, right? It's like it's like you get ninety percent. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm almost done. But then that last ten percent is where <laughs> you really have to buckle up and just 
push and it's I, I feel like that on every page the last panel every page and like, oh, i've just got to get this page done i'm done with this page now <laughs> phone in this this panel oh, usually yeah. the panel i lead to last, last is the one that needs the most work because it said because mm-hmm. i can breeze through the others and i now concentrate and now i'm like just i'll oh, just get it done just just, just. <laughs> No, no one knows that. No one knows that's not in the panel this time. It's fine. Move on. And then next page, I'm like, oh, great, let's go again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Note, note to self: more fire <laughs> trucks in the script. More <laughs> last panel, last panel, last <laughs> panel. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so funny you said Pete because that's how I was on like one of the pages I was working on recently. It was like that last freaking last panel, and then yeah. and then and then as soon as you're done, you're looking at okay, I'm done. I saved the file or whatever, and then it's like. Oh damn! What's that stray little line there? Like nobody's gonna see it. <laughs> no, it's right. But, but I see it, right? I see that that damn little line. Like, okay, well, let me just. All right, that's it. <laughs> I, I, drew, I drew an inked panel this morning, and I'm not joking. I started at half nine this morning, and I finished at four p.m. on one panel. One panel. That's 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 basically from a blank of nothing, then roughs, pencils, and inks. And I did oh, it okay, all, wow. All digitally, but at the end, I was like, okay, I haven't. His hat's meant to be on the floor. But you know what? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's fine. We're finished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One panel. I'm so tired. I'm tired. Uh, Aaron says, because we said we know where he lives. He goes, and that's why I move everyone. <laughs> uh, let's see. He said, uh, I have the same problem. I am literally finishing up the last three pages of my book, Godlings, and it is like pulling teeth for me. <laughs> the PlayStation is always calling. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, definitely. Uh, definitely. Yeah, I don't have a PlayStation, so that's uh, that's, not, that's not a problem for me. <laughs> um, uh, let's see here. Uh, I skipped. Interfan uh, uh, said, writing is also like shopping in that you shouldn't do it hungry. <laughs> Or you're going to be there a lot longer than you want. <laughs> That's right, you know. And the other thing, you know, the other thing is, um, and, and I know artists are often told this too, is that, you know, you, you at some point in time, you have to stop and move yeah. on. Yeah. You know, you, you you could sit there and nitpick and nitpick and nitpick and nitpick. And, and you go a spend, page to death if you keep yes. going. Yes. But mm-hmm. at some point, and I, and I think this is one of the things that takes a little time, you know, to learn. Basically, you got to get some pages under your belt before you can figure this out. But you know, at some point in time, you got to say that's enough. Nothing else I do on this page is going to matter. I could I could put another two hours into it, but none of that's going to matter. And 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 I think that's not always easy to do. You know, we tell ourselves it is, but it's not really because you see, oh, I need to add this. Oh, let me do this. Oh, let me fix this. You know, well, the thing that I'm finding and that I always find fascinating is I view it almost like a tapestry, right? Like a comic book is really like a tapestry. It's like you have the patterns and the artwork in their small sections and then you have how they affect it as a whole. Right. And if you're looking at a tapestry or something that's like that, it's the total pattern. Not this, but not this one stitch here, right? And you can mm. go in the closer and closer and closer and closer, and it's that it's that interplay of like the panel versus yeah. the page versus you know, and that's that's the fascinating thing that you know I think is probably going to always be a constant balancing act, right? And it just makes such yeah. a cool work. Oh, a- a- absolutely. Yeah. Inference fan said this, and I'm I'm not sure I 100 agree with this. He says art is never finished, only abandoned. <laughs> um. And I get that, but you know, one of the things I, I've always said is that 
for particularly in relation to writing is that you know um you're lost of time writing is done when it's published mm-hmm. you know what once somebody says okay we're going we're going to publish it then it's done but until then you can make changes and heck now with print on demand well, I was fixing to go into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we, we've got people from, you know, we've been doing Kablam now for, what, 15, 16, 17, how long? It's been a, been a little bit. We have books from, you know, uh, I mean, there's, you know, we've got thousands and thousands of, uh, of users, right, of, of creators that, that, that we've printed their books from. And, you know, some people get their book, they'll do it, they'll get it out and, and then it's done right and then we or we never hear from them again they you know they 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 were just getting a book done they wanted to do something which great love those guys yeah yeah but then you got guys that from you know because uh, you know basically when we start the you know everybody's got an account number right a user number and you know it started off at zero or start off at one i'm, I'm user number one hey kablam user number one and uh uh you know, now we've got 26,000 some odd uh, people, but you've got some of those first, uh, you know, first 10,000 people that are, are ten, you know, that put in books towards the beginning 15 years ago. They're still making edits on those books. Wow. And it's like, stop already. <laughs> right. Make something <laughs> new. Put it to sleep. I mean, you know, I, I've said this on many of our streams and many of the other ones. I have so many bad misspellings in my stuff. I can go fix. I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm ready to move on to the next book. Yeah. It's misspelled. Yeah. That's just kind of cute. I'm leaving it in. Do you know, unless it, unless it just really screwed up the story, you know, I, I, I you know, and, and I, I may have misspelled something that really messed something up. And but otherwise, I just leave it alone. I was like, it's done. I'm not fixing it. Well, you remember the the uh, that we had to make a change on uh, Trumps. You remember that? Or one of the pages. Oh, look at that! It went black. Uh, you don't remember is, that? No, I don't. Well, because and it's funny because uh, it, one of uh, our backers spotted it. They mm-hmm. uh, one of the backers read the book, sent me a message, and said, "Hey, on page so and so, I think she meant to say King of Spades." But she said oh, she, she can't yeah, clubs. Yeah, because you had the and, wrong character talking. And I yeah. went back and looked at it, and I'm like, dead gum. He's right. She should have said King of Spades, but she actually says the King of, of Clubs. So I went and made that change, and then, and then, of course, you know, Tommy fixed it in the files. And so now everything that we printed since then has been corrected. But if you've got a Kickstarter book, uh, it has a, 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 a the wrong word in it. So... What do you folks think about like the whole George Lucas being able to go back in and retool and, and, and then and then the fans say, no, I, we don't accept your version of, you know, this revised film as the real version and the back and forth. Where's the ownership lie? Where does the judgment lie? Do you, do you guys have any thoughts on that? I'm always curious about. Well, see, with the Star Wars movies, I, to me, he, he it, this is not like a. Like if you have a movie like the uh, what was it the Justice League movie where he put out a uh, a uh, what his 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 director's edition or whatever. No, George decided that he wanted to change the stuff. Yeah, and it's like you know you can't just change all and any and not only did he say did he say he changed the stuff he said this is the way it was supposed to be. I'm like no, you put it out the way it was supposed to be. It's right. done. You know, it's can't, uh, you can't change it. You can put out another, 
you know, here's a special edition, uh, you know, uh, this. Yeah, but that, yeah, that's all. That's the way with George's stuff. But uh, I, I didn't realize yeah. you did that. Yeah. I don't mind if then they're changing the effects and they're updating. No, the I don't, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't story. It's a different film. So, yeah, it's a different, yeah, like, you know, a hand shot didn't shoot first or, or whatever and all that kind of silliness. It's like, yeah, you well, did. You killed that guy. It's a spelling mistake. You, you correct your spelling mistakes. That's fine. And yeah. But right. if you go in and actually, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to change this character. So they actually, they killed the guy first or they killed right. the guy second. It's like, well, to, to make him a different character, like it's yeah. like no, I mean, and it, and it really didn't change a whole lot to, to 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 mess with it. So it's like, eh, is that what you were meaning, Curtis? That's, yeah, yeah, I, think exactly that's what you... I was, I was, I was, I was thinking. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. I, I why, why bother? Why spend? I, I just look at it like, why spend all the money? You yeah. know, doing it. What's the make what's something the, make, make something else? Be yeah. done with it. Make something else. I think um, I think like like Tommy said I, I think you know an extended cut you know um, those are fun, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, go, completely going back in and revising it so that it changes the story. Uh, in saying that's the way that you have to, that the other was wrong. It's like, oh my goodness, I've got a whole bunch of videos here showing that that's not what was wrong. It's right? Not... <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it didn't change the character at all. So quit trying to mess with it. On, on, a, on a different note, I do think it's funny when like somebody took uh, Jane Austen's book Pride and Prejudice and then they made Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. And zombies. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, yeah. Like, I gotta yeah. appreciate the hustle on that. I think that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is an interesting question that uh, Infrafan had. He says, on what property would you love to work on if you could? And then he says, if that Zorro copyright mess ever clears up, I'm dropping everything to write a story I have. <laughs> <laughs> So what about it? Is there any 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 properties that uh, you guys would just say, man, I, I would love to do that? Commandy. Really? Commandy? Cool. I still want to do Commandy. I, I would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. There's something about that last person alive aspect or last human alive. Yeah. In his case, I think it's quite cool. Like, like um, Planet of the Apes and stuff like that. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I, I've always, yeah. I haven't got a lot of Commandy comic books, but... I don't think I have a lot of comic comedy comic books, but yeah, he's cool. I like him. I'll yeah. definitely do that. Yeah. So I, I like never did any uh I never did any any Star Wars comics. Those would have been fun. But I'd do more Spider Man stuff if if I was uh, asked to. I'd sure because I just love Spider Man. I don't care. I love Spider Man. Mm -hmm. Spider Man. Spider Man. I got the coolest. Let me show y'all. We did like like I was telling y'all, we did our last uh, Christmas. He stood up because his uh, template, his uh, his. Oh, no bother. Check out this. <laughs> Look at the, Can y'all see this little guy? Take the. What is that section? Get him in the get him in the camera there. Can you see him? There he is. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's nice. So yeah, is that a suction cup at the top? No, it's a magnet. So I'm gonna put oh, a light here. Cool. So. Oh, that's not magnet metal. Oh well, I don't have anything you can stick to. Yeah, no, it's a little, it's a little Spider-Man that 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 has got a bobblehead, and he that's so cute, Spider-Man. Yeah, so you know, anything for Christmas, just get me some Spider-Man something or Star Wars something, and boom. Nice. Oh, I got to show y'all. I know this is leading off to a different subject. Got to show y'all a new shirt that I got. This is a cool shirt. I, I, you know, I love zombie stuff, right? So my favorite, my favorite, well, of course, my favorite movies, the Star Wars movies, of course, but my favorite zombie movies, Return of the Living Dead. 
I haven't mentioned it before. Look, can y'all see that? Send more paramedics. I love that scene. That's when the zombies get the, those. Those those aren't your typical zombies, but it's one when he gets into the. Y'all remember that scene when he gets into the uh, the one zombie gets into the uh, ambulance and he he tells them to send more paramedics. That is so funny. I love that movie. <laughs> All right, sorry. Go ahead. This Thomas. This is Thomas talks. I'm talking. That's right. You go. Yeah. You roll with it, man. Roll. Keep on. There you go. Okay, I'm done. Uh, Pete Curtis. Uh, I mean, for me, uh, like Iron Fist or Shang Chi, I would like to do just because of the, the martial arts, arts influence and kind of like put um my stamp on it in terms of like or accentuate that aspect of it that I right. you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Daredevil, I would love to work on, but I ain't touch. I, I don't. I mean, that is like way too tall in order. I, I, it's like. I love that book. I wouldn't want to ruin it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can tell you the franchise I wouldn't want to work on. Oh, yeah. Transformers. Maybe if you wrote it, because you didn't want to draw it, because he's realizing how much you'd have to draw. Oh. That'd be a... Hey. Uh, we're we're yeah, gonna we're gonna draw. we're gonna cuss we're gonna cuss on the thing. That would be a bitch to draw, wouldn't it? Oh, 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 of, of cars and trucks. Yeah. But see, but, but like see, my brain's out. You can just do what everybody does franchises now. Just change it into what you want. So all of a sudden, they no longer can transform into robots and oh. become superheroes. And, yeah, and but, then, but then you're still drawing all the tech suits and all the mechanical stuff, and there's nothing could be organic. It's all going to be – oh, boy, yeah, you're right. You, you know um, you know, Sid, colored, yeah. colored trunks. Yeah, yeah. Right, she does Transformers amazing. That's great. Yeah. Right, she's amazing at Transformers. I don't know how she has the patience to do it. It's incredible. I, I, I can't do it. I can draw a couple of cars on a page. Yeah, as you know. Yeah. But you have to do twenty-two like pages of cars. I can draw a car chase. That's cool. But twenty-two yeah. pages of cars, a cars transforming and talking. No. <laughs> so, Rowan, what he's saying is, if you put that in a book, he quits. <laughs> well, shoot! I, I guess I gotta go rewrite number three now. Nope. Uh, so, 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 speaking of car chases, I know we're, we keep chasing rabbits here. So, here's a question for you, uh, Pete. Um, so, if you're gonna do a car chase, would you prefer to to make the cars like realistic cars, or do you just yeah. want to draw a car? No, no, it's gonna be realistic car, unless it's the Batmobile. Um, and the best Batmobile is the animated series Batmobile. <laughs> um, no, no, I, it has to be real cars. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Because real, car, real, real cars are better than made-up cars. Car, yeah. Cars look good. Well, well, car, I, cars look yeah. the, the classic cars. They're, they're yeah. Cool, right? Well, I'm thinking, you know, sometimes uh, in, in exaggerated art, sometimes you know they'll they'll draw the car actually leaning forward like it's yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like a human I get being. The exaggeration. Runs. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah. it's still based on a. A real car. car, yeah. Unless it's the Batmobile. <laughs> um, what other what other cars? Um, Spider Man's got some buggy. Spider Mobile, yeah. But even that's like a buggy. Yeah, Spider Man yeah. logo yeah. on it. Um, I do. I have a fondness of drawing uh, Wonder Woman's invisible jet. <laughs> Those are great. Those are great. I love the ink in them too. Oh man, I could draw twenty-two pages of that plane. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Pete, have you ever heard of the story uh, Invisible World? Invisible World. Invisible World. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'll pull up an image here. So, um, 
Inviso World. So this was an independent comic back in the 1980s. Uh, you remember that one, uh, Curtis? I never. I don't recall that one. No. Really, Eternity did it. I think. Okay. Um. And um. Okay, here. This is yeah. It's the the old Eternity. Um. I don't need all these. Okay, here we go. This is a good um panel. Here's another panel. Um. Let me pull up this cover here. Uh, no, not that. Open image in a new tab. Yeah. So this is uh, Inviso World. So that's the cover to Inviso World, right? <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. Is it created by a letterer? <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, Kurt. Uh, uh, um, Hathaway, yeah, I think Kurt Hathaway lettered it. Okay, he, he didn't create it though. Um, but here is a page from uh, Inviso World. Let me see. Let me get another page here. That's awesome. Uh, open image, a new tab. So here's a page from Inviso World. Wow, <laughs> brilliant! That's how you do it. it the whole, the whole story. Everything is inviso invisible. It features the green inviso, <laughs> the green inviso with arrows, <laughs> right? Uh, it is a funny, funny book. Wow. Um, uh, let's see, I can't. Let's wait down there. How do I zoom? The profit out? margins on that must have been through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, oh, you can't really make anything out on that, can you? But you know, here's another page where you know they do things. They they do things. Some of the sound effects like. Uh, uh, step. Uh, you know, uh, where did you know, fear and uh, things like that? Emotions sometimes. It's really, really funny though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was totally, um, totally an invisible world mm -hmm. uh, that was just really, really funny. <laughs> um, and and it was a, it was an eternity book. That's great. How many issues did it run? I, I think it was just the one. <laughs> I, should, I hope yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in the issue, uh, they did the Mighty Mites. Which, oh, uh, love the were, Mighty Mites. Yeah. And, and so I think this was their first appearance or something like that. I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> and they were invisible too. So let's wait. No, they were not invisible. Um, but, uh, oh, what? Someone has. Oh, this is that illegal site. I started scrolling down here, and I'm like, "What? Someone's put someone's got the whole book on here." It said at legal site, though. It just, yeah, the whole book is available online. Mm -hmm. That's just crap. Um, yeah, but they left the yarn out, so it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know, like here, here, here. You know, none other than the mighty Inviso shows up. Uh, and he says, good evening. And then the sound effects are cheer, wahoo, applause, clap. <laughs> Yay, you know. Um, so anyway, it's incredibly funny. If you can find that, you can probably find it in the cheap boxes. If you find it, uh, you, should, you should buy it. Yeah. Because um, it, it is it is funny. Um, um, so for me, I, you know what? I don't know. Um 
I think my problem with thinking about, uh, I mean, because you guys know my favorite char- uh, characters, but my, my problem in thinking about like doing a Spider-Man or the Avengers, like as a writer today, is that I, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know, you know, I, I don't know where continent used to, I would have, you know, Spider-Man only had three books back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I knew, but I don't know continuity. I don't know all the different verses. Um, you know, haven't kept up with, with any of that. I, I would love to write, you know, classic Spider-Man. Yeah. That Which would be, thing, you know, like, like, like they did a uh, X-Men, like 1990s X-Men, right? So. Yeah. Oh man. See, that would be fun. But but you know I remember and I have it somewhere. But you had written a spec script for uh, Green Lantern with Kilowog. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. So would, would that <laughs> yeah. be something like going back to that? So well, that actually wasn't a, a, a spec script oh, as much. It? That was uh, I had talked to uh, I, I had made a pitch and uh, and the editor I won't call him out by name. Um, the editor I'll tell you guys off uh, when we're not streaming. Uh, the editor said, Hey, I, I like the story. Let's, let's make some changes. We need some revisions, but I like the story. I'll buy it from you. Right. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so I made a round of revisions and, and he said, we're almost there, blah, blah, blah. And I made another round of revisions, you know, based on the things he was telling me, I made three different revisions. Wow. And, uh, I think when I sent the third set of revisions in, I got a note back from him and said, Hey, these revisions look pretty good. But I see you got a job at Malibu, so good luck there. Uh, wow. uh, thank you. you. <laughs> and so that story, that Green Lantern story that I wrote yeah. and, and revised to the editor's you know preference did not see light of day because uh-huh. he saw that I got a job at a different company. He didn't he didn't cut you a check for at least your work? Nope. Nope. Wow. I was not paid a dime. Wow, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I started charging for revisions on my artwork at some point because, yeah. and, and, and I even, there was one guy, you know, wanted me to do some character designs online and it just didn't seem reputable. So I wasn't too sure, but I needed the paycheck. So all I did is I sent him some really rough sketches and said, after the rough sketches for me to go to final art, he had to pay half of the, the invoice. Yeah. And of course, yeah. you never heard from the guy. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this was DC Comics. I can you? That's crazy. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I, I will. I will confess that really surprised me. It really surprised and shocked me because I'm like, why can't I? Just because I work at a different company, why can't I? You know, why can't I? I mean, I was writing this script before I got hired. Yeah. My company won't care if if yeah, I shouldn't, shouldn't the new company shouldn't Malibu uh, should be there their thing if they decided that they right. didn't want me to do it or not yeah and, and you know the thing about it is when when malibu made me the offer i said okay well look here are the things that i have in the works they, these yeah. guys know comic books they know that it that takes a while to, for things to happen right right i said so these are the things that i've done these are the things that i've got in the works and they were like oh of course of course almost like yeah 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 no problem you know yeah not a big deal <laughs> you know <laughs> but yeah, I, I was uh, I was really upset that uh, that, that he, they kind of kind of pulled that on me, and I'm like, yeah, just not cool at all. Yeah. Totally. Uh, but you know, other than that, though, Curtis, I don't know. I liked Green Lantern and Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, you know, I love I liked Engelhart stuff on on the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. Um, but I was I was never really a huge Green Lantern fan. Um, I liked Green Lantern in the the Justice League International that um 
uh, was it DiMatteis and um, uh, the Bart Sears one? No. Yeah, the Bart Sears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a good looking book. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I probably would have preferred to write uh, Blue Beetle or and Booster Gold out of that that series than uh, than Green Lantern. Yeah, that's a book I'd like to do actually. Blue Beetle, Booster Gold, because they're, they're, they're fun. Yeah, they are they're fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think they're fun. Uh, other than that, there's there's not really for me. There's not really a lot of characters at DC that make me go, "Ooh, I'd really like to write that." You know, I, I liked Blue Devil. I, I for some reason I really liked that character. I just thought that was such a fun, yeah, and fun book. You know, yeah. yeah. I hear he showed up in Swamp Thing, and it was fairly decent. Jesus Christ, dog. <laughs> he wants to come in, he wants to come out. Uh, he's letting his dog in and out. That's funny. Wait, on that, I think kind of um, dovetail that. Here's a phone. If you could have a what if or elsewhere story with a character from the big two, what would your what if uh, or elseworlds be? What, what scenario? Ooh, that's a good one. All right. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Um, Hmm. And it's like it has to be cool. It can't be like, "What if Wolverine was gluten free?" You know, like something. Like- <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was going. That's where I was going. <laughs> no, Tommy's was. What if Wolverine was actually Spider Man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best there is at what I do, and what I do is to sweep the city. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, at least they have always weird ones like what if Aunt May became Spider? I mean, they literally would have things like that that were just so yeah, cool. yeah. Usually they were done well. You know, you know I, I've got a I don't know that it's comic books. <laughs> I've got a what if for the uh for the MCU. Okay. What if the Fantastic Four had come through the portals to stop Thanos? Okay, okay, I can see that. I could see you that. know what, yeah. when the well when I the... read a thing today. Spoiler alert. Okay. Or not. That uh, they might be showing up in the next Doctor Strange multiverse mm. of madness. Really? Nice. Well, I yeah, I mean, I don't know how spurious that is, but um, yeah, at least, at least Reed Richards might be showing up. Yeah. Oh, that could be cool. Because I thought that was—I thought they were going to try and just introduce the X Men this way as well. Oh. The multiverse. That'd be cool. <coughs> See what I thought would have been cool <coughs> when um. When Thanos, you know, snapped and, and killed everybody, I said, you know, it'd be really cool if in the next movie, the Fantastic Four pop out of a portal. They've been in space since 1960s, <laughs> right? And they pop out of the portal and they have to fight and, and defeat Thanos to bring everybody back. And that's their introduction into the MCU. Uh, you know, on the, on the Thanos, I would do what if instead of murdering half the, the universe's population... Thanos doubled the amount of produce and resources, you know? And so you- <laughs> the snap, how about I make more food? Yeah. Exactly. There, it's all fixed. And then, like, everybody's overweight. Steve Rogers, you know, you name it. Did anybody ever do a story uh, of what if Uncle Ben lived? Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Oh, and, and doesn't he live in some of those Spider-Man other versions i don't know I, I can't answer that question uh that's what i said i'm not i'm not up on all those the spider versey stuff i'm sure there could be one where where 
Uncle Ben lived, but Aunt May died. Sort of yeah. scenario, isn't it? But I don't yeah. Know. yeah, that's always the switch up, right? They, they they still make it happen, anyways. You know, right? Yeah, I did love um Flashpoint's um, Batman. Uh, how they had it was uh Thomas Wayne was Batman. Thomas, that, that, Bruce, it, yeah. that Bruce and Martha died, and and the dad took over. That was really cool, you know. Oh, yeah. Hey Dante. Uh, all right. Uh, Thwip says, "What if Blue Beetle and Booster Gold were enemies?" Nice. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else would be going. What if Thor actually uh, killed Thanos in that one scene where he was going to chop his head off and if none of this would have happened? Yeah. 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 Instead of talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Did other... y'all see the uh, we we? Uh, I don't want to get into because I, I think Rowan. I think you said you like it. The uh, <laughs> the uh, what's on the um, uh, Disney Plus? The uh, uh, what you call it? The 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 the, the Eternals movie. Did y'all watch the Eternals? Yeah. I'm I, 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 no, I thought no. without spoilers, it was it was better than I thought it was going to be. Actually, I yeah, I, I I got about a third of the way into it i'm like i am bored and i don't care so i switched it to some i started watching hallmark channel stuff. well it's funny because i've seen i've seen several of the uh the old marvel editors from the you know the 80s and 90s i've seen seen them posting this just this, this last week i guess since it's been out and they're all basically saying the same thing is that it's just boring you know, I, you know I just well, I, you know it wasn't Boring, I guess. Okay, I'll restate it. I was bored because I was wanting it to be a Marvel type movie, and right. it was something else. It's very and it's like it, and I, I just didn't really care. And I'm like, yeah. and, and everybody was way too beautiful, and it, and I'm like, okay, give me some ugly folks. I need something. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, uh, I so I'm not all that familiar with all of the characters, but. No. In the Eternals character stuff, did they are they the ones that created everything on the planet Earth? Is that how it's supposed to be? No, no, the Eternals are there to protect the Earth, aren't they? Right. Yeah. They're pushed out uh, by these celestials. Is that right? Yeah. So, I mean, basically, every it, as it turns out, it looks like you know everything became what it was on Earth because they decided that you know. Oh, it was just so stupid. I couldn't go. I couldn't get any further. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's... visually it, it didn't. It's a lost opportunity because they could have gone full on Jack Kirby aesthetic. Yes, it really cool. Oh, and look, the costumes beautiful. were beautiful. All the the effects were were really cool. The were they uh, Kirby costumes, though. I don't even know. I don't I mean, even know what loosely, the characters loosely stylistic, like, but but the colors and everything is very subdued. It's like a real yeah. somber looking, grayed out kind of looking movie. You know, so it's a DC movie. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of has that kind of it definitely has visually that kind of vibe. Uh, yeah. what, what where I was going with it, all this was that they we were talking about Thanos and stuff, and there's a scene in it where they're talking to those guys about, well, how come you guys didn't do anything about the Thanos thing? And yeah. they're basically like, well, we 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 weren't supposed to get involved. Yeah. 
So, this is stupid. I'm dead. <laughs> I want this to be part of my my Marvel movie uh, history. I'm I'm done. I don't want this. Is, this didn't happen. This movie didn't happen. I don't care. I don't care. They didn't. They didn't have anything to do with it. Their answer was, oh, because we just didn't. We we weren't supposed to be involved. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Thwip that's said, what Thwip says. That's what Thomas did they ever do a what if where Professor X and Magneto switched ideologies? Um, I, I don't know. Not, that not seems exactly. like something that would have happened, but I don't recall that. They did have that time where Magneto was about was leading them, right? Like, yeah, um, where which which kind of like he kind of softened to some degree, right? Um, so that's all I remember. They did, uh, they did the apocalypse thing, didn't they? Where Xavier died and Magneto became leader of the X-Men. Yeah. yeah. That was really good. Yeah. He's part of the X-Men now anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's just it blows my mind. Oh, it's so good. Really? Yeah. He's really envisioning, really realizing what their powers can really do if you push it, if you actually really think about what they can do. It's really good. Nice. I, really, I, I enjoy it anyway. I love the X-Men. I think he's doing a good job. Yeah. Who's yeah. writing it? That is Hickman. Hickman. Oh, Jonathan Hickman. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I got a good what if. What if? What if uh, the alien symbiote attached itself to Wolverine? That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, Punisher, the Punisher would be in the better. The Punisher having the symbiote suit. Wow, that'd be fun. And, and then, of course, Carnage would take on a completely different environment, right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Sabretooth would become Carnage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all see how much that page is going for? Have y'all seen that over the on the internet the past couple of days? No, I hate. saw the one with the from Black the, from the Secret Wars. Yeah, from the Secret yeah. Wars. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't I don't know I don't think Zek owns that page anymore, does he? That's not his. No. Yeah. No, he sold that thing for what a hundred bucks a long time ago, I'm sure. The thing the thing about it is, you know, I, I and I don't, I mean, more power to them if they can get it, but I'm sitting there thinking, there are a lot of other pages mm-hmm. in comic bookdom that I can think of that, that ought to be holding that. But that page, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's cool, but really? The, How much well, is it's, it not, it's not even the first appearance of the black costume, isn't it? It's the origin no. of the black costume. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, let's see. What, what's the uh, what's the what's the latest amount? I mean, it. Uh... It sold for three point three million dollars. Oh, oh wow! Oh, yeah. Wow. Three point three million dollars. Yeah, I had to go into my piggy bank to buy it. It was a bunch of money. <laughs> I had to bust open a piggy bank. Uh, just one, though, right? Oh yeah, not all of them. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, guys, it's 9.53. We should probably wrap up since uh, Tommy says is said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy now said, next week will be a Pete said. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm not sure you want to know what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, who's going to be in that next issue of... Uh... Oh, well, we don't stop talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anything else, guys? Um. Yeah, I would say, well, of course, everybody don't forget the Kickstarter. Kickstarter, and, thank and you. And like Roland said, um, Roland said in the past, but we, we, we won't always want to reiterate is the books are practically done. We never, we, we've successfully, you know, delivered on all the Kickstarters. 
And so we're not one of those companies that just kind of uh, accepts the funds without actually having the product. Seriously, you guys uh, that are watching, you see I am finishing the last three or four pages right now. So by the time the Kickstarter actually ends, it will be completely done. The other, uh, the, the, the sniper rook is all completely done and colored, right? Or is it almost colored or is it all colored? I think it's done, done, isn't it? I, it's done, done, yeah. Yeah, it's done, done. So, and then uh, Haley, Haley's knocking these colors out just as quick as I'm, I'm doing. I think she's already done those covers from the other day, and um, so, uh, yeah. So, if anybody is to be mad at anybody, be mad at me. And I, but I'm banging them out as is 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 uh, is is humanly possible. But we've got how many more days? We got thirteen. If I can't do three or four pages in thirteen days, then I need to quit. <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah so no i i don't i i am not concerned uh i think we're in great shape the book is already lettered i just don't i know it has to have a couple of masks uh i know it has to be masked when the final art comes in but it's already kind of lettered uh i know tommy has seen a draft of it i don't know if you read it or not uh, but but you've seen a draft uh um so it just has the artwork just has to be swapped out with the, uh, with the finals. So, um, so yeah, 13 days, uh, hopefully we'll, uh, hopefully we'll make that. Uh, like I said, I'd love to see us make it tonight, but it is 10 o'clock. So I'm not sure that's going to happen, but, uh, make, uh, maybe we can make it uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow's a holiday. So maybe there'll be, uh, uh, folks staying home and, and, uh, uh, backing Kickstarters tomorrow. Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah we did really, really, we're doing really good so far. So, yep. yeah, we got good momentum. So we just need to need to keep that up. Uh, our, uh, yeah, we're working on our um, our stretch goal ideas and stuff. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, so if you're listening and you got a stream and you want to invite me and Tommy or Tommy or John and Haley and see uh, if you want to invite one of us to, to your show, uh reach out to us we'll uh, we'll come yak uh with you john medic and i will be on um ocd uh orlando collector deviants will be on with them this thursday and i think cool. that will be, yeah that will be at uh 8 p.m uh you guys don't forget to catch the stream uh the tuesday show uh that silver line show on tuesday at uh 8 p.m pacific time which is like 11 p.m for us here um boy for pete that's probably like yeah whammers will be back on uh wednesday at uh, 8 p.m <clears throat> with uh, the wednesday wham and um and then we'll be back next week with pete says uh same time same channel uh go back to kickstarter share the kickstarter if you can um shout it again to daytona beach comic con um if you have not made your vacation plans yet um make your plans to attend daytona beach comic con it is uh certainly the area's best comic con it is a comic con you get more comic books there than you could get at the great big one um so uh do that Thank you for listening to the Silverline Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We know we ramble sometimes, but we have fun. And after all, isn't that what comics are all about? We hope you'll follow us on all our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Reddit, MeWe, Gab, 
and whatever new thing pops up between now and the time you listen to us. Please like, follow, share, and remember, make mine Silverline.